Thank you for listening to the Claws Out Comedy Podcast. Welcome. My name is Mana. I'm here with my wonderful guest, Carrie Smith. And I'm excited to say that people don't just have to watch us on YouTube now. If they don't want to look at us, they can listen on Spotify and iTunes. Thank Jesus. So we put on makeup for nothing if you're listening to us on Spotify. But thank you for being here. Uh, And we have a wonderful guest today. I'm really excited about our guest. This is going to be a real treat. The baddest bitch. A luscious Barbie. Luscious Barbie? Fuck yeah. Okay. You're That's gonna, awesome. You're gonna like the way she looks. I guarantee <laughs> it. I hope I like the way she talks, too. Uh, I'm very excited. I've heard wonderful things about her, and I'm very excited to have her on. <laughs> Did you see this? Did you see how I don't need no man, and I opened my own white claw? Well, the thing Sorry. is, when you're doing, uh, uh, just generally spilling li- liquids into your mouth, well, when you're trying to open anything with the with the claws on, with the fake nails, that's always a bitch and a half. Like, I feel like I can't go through life where I've found creative ways, like, to open things. I use, okay. But so it also means so much more when you do it. I have fake nails on uh, because they make me feel better about myself. Well, when you're trying, yeah. So, but, but I use those, uh, those claws that you gave me. To open stuff all the time. Oh, the merch, the actual stabby tabbies, the keychains. The chains? stabby tabbies. Buy you some. They're the, <laughs> the yeah, they're the stabby tabbies, and I use those instead of my fingers when I have have my nails, my nails did. So that's very that's very useful. I hadn't thought about those. Those are just things that I had thought about um, stabbing people with. So listen, useful I wanna tools. Be, <laughs> I want to be a good friend to you and be honest. So I got to tell you something. What? You have lipstick on your teeth. Do I? Yeah. You know what else? I found a gray hair today. Can you get it? Do you see it? Uh, My my boyfriend tried to pull it out earlier today, and I was like, no, you gave this to me. You don't get to take it out, too. That's the thing is, like, I got your text, and you're like, I have a gray hair. Do you see it, though? Yeah, Like, it's straight up silver. I'm a silver fox now. Ugh. Got it. And I got the little root. Oh, thank you. No, I'm keeping it. Okay. I thought it was like, don't don't put a spell on me or something, though. (laughs) Like, I thought it was like tinsel. Like, it was so shiny. You can't, you can't. You can't cast spells using the the gray one. Either that or because you do you color your hair? I used to. So that's just all. That's all it is. Is you just don't have hair dye on. My boyfriend actually uh, he colors my hair for me. Don't say that. Don't say my hair is naturally gray. <laughs> no, it's not because it's only it's only gray halfway down. I have to tell you. Do you want to keep not it? You're not helping me keep it. You know what? I feel like you're gonna do weird shit with it, so I'm just gonna keep it. <laughs> okay, here. Have. Thank you. It smells nice. (laughs) That is straight up a white hair. I'm getting so old. I'm 28, approaching 80. If you could get anything done as far as like elective surgery, like beauty-wise, would you? Yes. Okay, so uh, I got this exercise bike during, like right before quarantine started, I got this exercise bike and I lost like a couple pounds not anywhere else on my body but just in my face and so now i have bags under my eyes and i would love to get rid of that and like crow's feet it's so annoying like i know thank god for everyone listening on spotify who can't see my bags right now but i have carry-on luggage on my face and i would definitely get those done just be like i got two fendi bags right here bitch But no, but okay, so you're asking me this question, but didn't you also just tell me like before we even did all of this okay, okay. about the planets making it not good for elective surgery right now? Because, okay, so here's the only thing I will say about that is that one, I have so much stuff that I would want to get done and none of it is really important. Like it was like, 
I just want to get uh, all my teeth taken out and have dentures. Like, not that. even, like, because I'm like, fuck the dentist. I don't want to go to the dentist. I would totally have dentures. Like, I... I mean, I have a fake tooth, so why not just double down and get all of them, right? So, so that's probably something I would do, where it's like, I don't know if that's elective surgery, just getting all your... I mean, it is elective, technically, but it's just... I want to get all my teeth pulled out of my Would face. you get, like, a grill, or would you get, like... I could switch them out to whatever I wanted. That's a good point. So, I could have you whatever kind of teeth It'd be great if you got, like, color contacts, too, and you just matched your teeth to your eyes. <laughs> These are my Monday teeth. <laughs> Tuesday pants. You could have it. You could have it written on the top, like how people do for their kids' underwear, right? Like Monday, Tuesday, or your own if you're an adult that loves in the laundry often. Yeah. Um, mm. Okay, but you told me okay. that it's not a good time because of the planets. So tell me why I can't get the bags taken out from under my eyes right now. Okay, so I want to make it perfectly clear. Like I'm not deep, deep into astrology, but I do uh, have a respect for moon law. You dabble in moon law? It's moon law. It's okay. like, you know, the planets that rule our lives. It's weather, basically. Like, we can't entirely trust it, but I know for a fact that... That somebody out there is putting this info and they're just like, hey, Aquarius, this is what's going to happen in your life, possibly. It's a forecast. Like, it's not guaranteed. But maybe it's a suggestion. Don't, you know, do this out of the other. So I'm like, okay. So I'm listening. And right now I've heard for this month in September, if you are um, going, okay, Mars is in retrograde. So sure. you don't want to get elective surgery because you're not it's not gonna like kill you but you're gonna have to get it redone it's not gonna be like successful or what you want one two uh if somebody's gonna sue you right now it's the perfect time to get sued because conflict is like unsuccessful Wait, but, but, but by those standards shouldn't i be getting elective surgery now because it's the perfect time to sue someone well no because you're gonna have to like by the time that you get all the paperwork filed um all, all the motions whatever then it's not going to be, it's going to be now Mars is back in not opposite of retrograde. I don't really believe in astrology, but I don't want to do paperwork. But here's so. the thing, but here's the thing. Okay. So that, so like, so I always look up like the, the it's a good time to get sued because they're not going to win. It's a bad time to sue or file motions because then that's when shit gets fucked up. But the only okay. reason you don't believe in moon law is because you're a Taurus. It's a very, it's so Taurus of me to not believe in astrology. So my whole thing is like, I'll look up those tarot things when I'm bored. And if it's good news, I'm like, oh, I totally believe it. And if it's bad news, I'm like, nah, this is bullshit. I don't believe this anyway. So. Yeah, but um, also nobody's going to tell you what to do. That's true. They're not. Um, like me, I love mine. So of course I'm like, they're like, Aquarius, you're Aquarius. You're so interesting. You just are so <laughs> smart. And you think so different. You're so unique and special and sexy. And I'm like, thanks, horoscopes. See? I'm feeling confident. But, but I that's not what mine tells me. Mine's like, you're practical and grounded and good with money. And I'm like, nah, I'm See? boring. If the yours, stars say I'm boring. If yours was nice to you, then you would then you'd be really leaning into it. But I do have a theory. The whole reason why I got into astrology. I was supposed to be an Aries for what it's worth. I was born two weeks late. That's I never, not I never any caught better. up. <laughs> Is it not? No. See, I don't know. So I don't know. <laughs> it's still a very uh that's that's a very uh, conflict oriented okay signs. so I do like using astrology as a tool to get out of conversations with people because there are some people who really believe in it and I don't hate anyone who does but it's just like dangling keys in front of a baby if you bring it up to them because like there was this girl who uh, she called me a bitch uh, and I was like oh 
my therapy kicked in in the back because my instincts wanted to be like, I only was mean to you because you took your shoes off at my open mic. Uh, but my, my mouth instead said, oh, well, it must be because I'm a Taurus. And then she was like, oh, I totally understand. It's in your stars. I didn't know that about you. I guess you're not a bitch. It's just blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I like and then, and then she said, sensitive to you. And then she said, you know, Jesus was a Capricorn. And then I just walked away. I was like, cool. And this conflict is resolved somehow. But I also feel like that maybe that was her, like her keys was bringing Jesus. So she's like, I'll get her to go. Away. Maybe. Yeah, she doesn't like, she doesn't want that. I like it as a communicative tool to uh, escape conversations. I feel like as adults, we should be able to just go, no, stop, don't talk to me. But that's not how we do things. I love that. I will say, though, the whole reason I was getting into astrology and moon law was because I got sober for a very short period of time. <laughs> you got sober and got into moon law? Well, sober people need answers. And so instead of me finding religion, I got into astrology because I was like, that's there's not a lot of like, I don't have to do a whole lot of Bible thumping. I just got to get into tarot and astrology and then I can use that for the answers. I feel like we also need to address uh, that there's, we're trying to record this podcast and there's construction going on across the street and a weed whacker outside. So did the stars say something about that? Is that because of Mars? Don't condescend I'm to sorry. me. I'm <laughs> sorry. God damn it. It's the Taurus in me. You know, I went to one of those, like those earth magic stores one time and this girl was trying to get me to buy a necklace and she's like, what are you? And I was like, I'm a Taurus. And then we looked to the thing and like all of the Taurus necklaces were still there. That would suck if it was like, I'm a Taurus, and they're like, graphite. You're going to love just, here's a piece of coal. <laughs> like, just shit, man. A piece of coal. And then, like, I feel like Aquarius is like, here's a luminescent marble rainbow pearl. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> they're like, that's right. We went down to the depths of the ocean, and we got it for you. I'm like, the heart of the ocean. Did you just, did you just quote jewel? Britney Spears? Did I, you just quote the music video for, I thought the old lady threw it into the ocean at the end. Well, baby. Yeah, well, well, there and how, it you, for you. how how could you ask if I just like I don't do that on a daily basis? Astrology, tarot, Brittany, done. I mean, you summed up my personality pretty pretty close. I wonder what her sign is. Like, uh, I'm gonna research that. I'm gonna find out for the next episode. What is Brittany Brittany Spears's sign? When we come back from this commercial break, we'll tell you what Britney Spears' sign is. <laughs> and we'll also be back with our wonderful guest, Luscious Barbie, who I very much look forward to speaking with. Yeah? Yeah? Yes! Welcome back to the Claws Out Comedy Podcast. I'm Mana, and this is my co-host, Carrie Smith. Uh, we just want to take a minute and thank you so much for listening, and you can also follow us on our social media at Claws Out Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And uh, I also want to take a second and say thank you to White Claw for existing. This is one of the only alcohols I can actually drink since I got my gallbladder out. And, right, it's, not, it's healthy. Isn't Here's it? what I like about delicious White Claw. Mmm, White Claw. It's refreshing. It's almost like salad in a can. Do I feel refreshed? You bet. <laughs> Spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, Astro uh, astrologically, dramat dramatically, interjectorally. And here's the thing also about White Claw. It tastes delish. Fuck yeah, White Claw. Mmm. They don't sponsor us, but we want them to. <laughs> and with a commercial like that, how could they not? Cheers. Bah! <laughs> We're also back with our guest. Our guest today is Luscious Barbie. She's the baddest bitch, and I'm very excited. 
because although we are also bad bitches that are also sad bitches, she is in fact not a sad bitch at all, but just doubly a bad bitch. Where you might find a sad bitch within, Luscious Barbie just has more bad bitch. <laughs> so, okay, so Luscious, let's get into it because you are one of my favorite people. Like, oh my God, thank you. No, You're like, one of my favorite people, so that's, that works. You have terrible taste, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, you have a really great, like, just in general your spirit your hustle what you do you have a natural energy that i think draws people in and you just like fucking dimples for days but uh but i just i think you're you just have like you're doing everything right now so like the last thing i was seeing that you're because you're on tiktok and you're you've got a ton of followers on tiktok and you're posting all the time and i'm loving it so like everything you're posting i'm just like so good. <laughs> what do you what do you do on tiktok so on tiktok i basically started another dallas texas check which is just an extension of the show i already have but nobody really knows that but let's talk dallas is my parent show um so i basically took it to tiktok in one minute doing business reviews on different businesses in dallas to highlight all of the best food places best nightlife all of that and it just went crazy so so people are just like it's something that you can go kind of like a visit dallas or any other tourist site people all around the world can look and be like oh my god that dallas is just so awesome so i just call it another dallas texas check and then when i'm out in public it's so weird now because when i'm out in public people are like oh my god you're the girl from tiktok and i'm like i guess like <laughs> also, the girl from tv i don't know can you do this intro <laughs> in the can you like just do it? Just do it. And another Dallas, Texas check. <laughs> oh yes. Which I feel like encompasses everything you are. Where it's just like, hey, guess what? I'm gonna put sunshine in a slate. But you go everywhere. Like it's it's stuff that is like, okay. So you were doing like there was like one where it was like you were just at a taco stand. There's like another one where you're like just at like a regular like just like chicken spot but you had some great ones that were beauty supplies which i'm like yeah. i love uh so luscious actually took me to my first like i'd always gone to like sally's but she took me to jenny's which was like another level oh. and i was like what is sally's what are you talking about you don't even know about sally's because i know so about sally's but i'm so like are you going i mean what are you going to do here when you could just go to a, a beauty supply that used to be a target like come on basically yeah so jenny's is target like so imagine see if sally's i if my makeup like, doesn't mm. say wet and wild on it <laughs> i don't know they, about it. they have it though they have everything they really yeah. Have okay. Everything you want to get hair, you want to wax, you want to. They have a section with tiaras, a tiara section. Why didn't you start with that? I'm. <laughs> that's why. Just tell me that I can go get a fucking crown and I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> so literally anything. So luscious, you're the first guest that we've had on the podcast who's not a stand-up comedian. And oh I'm God. very excited because Claws Out is all about female and femme performers in general. So can you tell okay. me more about what you do and what your hustle is? Um, I mean, I'm an all-around entrepreneur. So there's absolutely nothing. I've I've done stand-up before, if that counts, but I didn't I didn't I didn't like it. Carrie took me <laughs> to do it. Where did you and do stand-up? I loved about? it. Um, where were we? Hyenas? We were at hyenas, which okay, so we kind of at this point, I 
I feel like, because she's, you're just so naturally funny. And I was like honored when you asked me to be on one of your videos. And I was like, yes, please. Um, and so she is like, cause here's, okay. I want to start from the beginning. I'm really sorry. So <laughs> we met and I'm like, you got to do stand up. You got to do stand up. And she's like, I don't know what I should talk about. And she told me this story when we first met. And I was like, you just get on stage and tell that story. You get up there, sweetheart. You tell that story. What was the story? Okay. So this, don't laugh, Mona, because I, I, I've i seen you on stage and I, I laugh at you because that's, it's funny. But mine is really a true story. Okay. So don't laugh. So I. Is point to laugh? <laughs> is that why you didn't like stand up? You told everyone to not laugh? <laughs> no, no, they laugh because it's funny. Okay. But I just couldn't see the people. Like the lights blinding. I'm about human interaction. I need to see you. If I can't see you, you're not there. You're laughing. It's like. Which are kind of the same setup. Stop it. I want to hear what okay. the story is. I'm so sorry. I'm prepared yeah, to not laugh. Tell the story. Tell the story. Tell the story. Okay. So uh, you can laugh. I met this guy, right? I met him. I was young. I was like 17. I met him at the club. He was like, I wasn't supposed to be at the club, first of all. So hopefully they can get shut down because they were letting in minors. But. I met him in the parking lot. He was a club promoter, right? And um, I always complimented him on his shoes because he had the best J's. And I'm young, so I'm thinking, like, okay, he got it together. He got off by me. He wore J's. Like, what else is it to a guy, right? <laughs> so I <laughs> I had just started driving, and I drove all the way to T.I. Boulevard to go see him from DeSoto. I wasn't even experienced enough to drive on the freeway, but I wanted to get the D. We had been talking for like six months, right? So we're in love at this point. Like we know what's going down. I'm driving over there, I'm, I'm about to get it. So I walk in the door, he tells me to sit down, make myself comfortable, which he really didn't have furniture. So I don't know how comfortable I was gonna be. But so he goes in the back room, he comes back out, he's on his nubs and he's like, accept me for who I am. And I was freaked out. Yeah, he was on his nuts. He didn't have legs. So I was so focused on his shoes. He didn't even have legs. It was like, but it gets worse because first of all, I'm terrified. Second of all, I'm 17. So I've never seen nothing like this in my life. So at first I scream and then I'm like, wait a minute. This could work out. You know, he's like the perfect level and he's not going to get tired. So um, <laughs> I looked in the corner and he had his little sleeves with his shoes and they were still very nice shoes. So, I mean, that's what I was attracted to in the first place. So, um, yeah, I still fucked, but he came, he came. Was it, was it the perfect height? Yeah, cause he could just stand up and give me head. He could, I mean, it, it was amazing, honestly. I didn't talk to him after that, not because he didn't have legs, but because he lied. I feel like you could have threw that in like, hey, my name is, I don't have legs. Um, this is that happened, but he brought a little statue of his little legs broken and they were molded. And I'm like, why would your mom mold your feet? It was weird as fuck, but the best head of my life. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why he didn't tell me that because we could have been married by now. So I would have <laughs> been pushing him around. I feel like. <laughs> As someone who has a disability as well, like you just need to be confident in it, right? Like it's weird to know, like if you have a lazy eye, just give people a heads up. Yeah. Be like, I have a lazy eye, don't be weird about it. I'm gonna look but at your directions. You know what I mean? A lazy eye and no legs at all. Right. It's not the that... same. <laughs> one's, <laughs> one's perhaps more shocking. Yeah. 
That's so I think he could have just been like, you know what? Guess what? I got in a freak accident and I lost my legs. And now what are you doing today? Like, you know what I'm saying? I would have been like, oh my God, what do you mean you lost your legs? And then we could have just went from there. Because I'm such an accepting person. So I would have kept talking to him. But I loved him at this point. We've been talking for six months. Come on now. Like, we're it never came up in six months. No, ever. Never. And he was just walking around me like nothing was wrong. But I like that he had the statue of his feet where he was like, hey, babe, let me show you my apartment. Let me show you my place. I don't have a couch, but I got this bronze statue of my little baby feet. After, and it was like clay mold. After I freaked out, he was just like, well, you know, my, my feet broke because there wasn't the surgery and my tibia bones broke and all this and that. And I'm just like, you didn't tell me this. Like, what? I, like, didn't, I didn't lie. I used to have feet. Right. When I was born. Like, so I, guess, <laughs> I guess you could say you guys got off on the wrong foot. Definitely. <laughs> wrong feet. Like, wrong shoes. Um, okay, but yeah. <laughs> walk, walk a mile in someone's shoes. Uh, right. So as an accepting person, I have to ask, what's your sign? I'm a Libra. And anything that they say about Libras are not, they're, we're not balanced. We're not liars. <laughs> we definitely tell the truth all the time. Um, we're very loyal people. I, and then they say we're good with money, but we're indecisive. That doesn't even make sense. Like, we can't even make a decision if we want to be good with money or not. So it's just, so, so do, you know, do you know about your moon sign and your sun sign? And no. I go to horoscope.com and I just click on all of the little tabs. And if I don't like what it's saying, I go to another astrology website. And I don't think that's how it's supposed to work. I'm the same way though. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to have a good day today. I love astrology. Right. But if I don't, like, you're going to get like, a fight like that bullshit. <laughs> if it says today is good, but I click on like tomorrow and it says something bad, I'm like, this is bullshit. Right. What? <laughs> <laughs> so you did a thing um, when we met. So we had known each other for a while. And then you, you up and you are a person that so far, everything you said you were going to do, you do. So yeah. you picked up one day. That's what you have to do as an entrepreneur is follow through. Well, you didn't, you, you always had different businesses, different things you were doing. You always had your hand in a bunch of different baskets. You had, she made me a lovely Valentine's basket to give as a gift one year. Uh, and I was, she's like, what Wait, do you want? She, the made, she made you a gift to, to give? give? Yes. Yeah. I love that <laughs> chain. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what, what to give. A, a man on Valentine's. That's very Day. thoughtful that she knew you were so inept. <laughs> she made and she did. Know it was a great basket. Uh, your gift. Yeah, wasn't... I'm like, what does he like? Tell me what he likes. And she told me, and I just made a basket, and he loved it. So, where are you originally from? Because you have Let's Talk Dallas. Are you from Dallas? I'm from Dallas. Yeah, I'm from Dallas. I mean, I was born in Arkansas, but that doesn't count because I was only born there. And then I was in Kansas until like. Fourth grade, that doesn't count. I don't even remember that. So all I remember is Dallas. So I'm from Dallas. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah. So then one day you picked up and you moved to LA. Yeah. And you were, and this never happens to people, but you were working all the time. Like I was seeing you on TV and you're doing just all the most random things. And I love yeah. that you're the type of person where they had been like, hey, I'm going to 
you know, we need a person that's an Asian model. And you're like, sure, I'm here. Like, I'm going to fly. I mean, <laughs> I know you said Asian, but it, I have dimples. So, I mean, like, let's do this. <laughs> it was, it was kind of like, because it worked so much. But Carrie, you were a major part of that. Because remember when we were drinking the White Claw um, and we got super drunk and we were working at the same job and we did um, vision boards. Yes. We did the vision board, and on the vision board, I wrote, like, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to go to Jamaica. I'm going to um, go to California. Your life depends on it. Like, we're just writing all type of stuff to ourselves when we're completely out of our mind, like, not even thinking logical at all. Mm -hmm. And it was but That's what, it's what you really want, right? That's what you really want. You really want to leave your job. You really want to do this. And I kind of wrote it out. But it was crazy because I used to sit next to Carrie at work. And I used to watch how to quit my job videos on YouTube all day long, like literally TED talks on how to quit my job. And then um, I didn't, one I day, those TED talks. <laughs> one day I got a phone call saying that this is not going to work out. So best phone call of my life because I was like, "Wow, this is not going to work out because I don't know how to quit." And because um, I'm addicted to consistent money, that's the, that's one thing about an entrepreneur that once you get back into a consistent like income it's hard to break out again and go into the like the leap of because in LA it was like some very broke days because LA is very expensive but before I left it kind of was just like oh I'm getting this money coming in every week I can use that to fund my business versus putting the time the time is what's valuable well I so think when that's they our generation though right we fetishize yeah. stability and it's not stable at all because they called me on the phone and was like, this is not working out. And I literally was like, what's not working out? Like, I, what, what do you mean? I'm putting on my clothes to come to work. What do you mean? It's not working out. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm. That's like, that's oh, like I when you're trying to figure out how to break that. up with someone though, and then they do it for you instead. And you're like, oh, I. Yes. <laughs> but it hurts even worse. Cause it's like, wait, I was gonna do that to you. What do you mean? <laughs> and then, and then like, oh, I'm gonna say, I want to save you the gas. And I'm like, what the fuck? You pay for this gas. You don't have to save that for me. I got like, this gas for you. <laughs> you pay me. You know. But um, after after I got fired, I kind of just laid on the couch and I kind of was just like going to get in a slumber for some reason. And I looked at the vision board that I had under my TV and it said, go to LA, go network. Your life depends on it. And literally in two weeks, I had my brother take over my apartment. I packed up everything, shipped my car to LA. I knew nobody but like my aunt and a cousin. And I just went out there and just worked every production set. I didn't care if it was background, audience, whatever. I'm like, put me on somebody's TV screen because I, I had never did it before. It was always a dream from a child. So doing it, it was so amazing. Then COVID happened. I mean, I was on plays. I was out. I really think like it was a whole dream until I watch TV and I see myself. Like the other day I was watching America's Funniest Videos and I see myself come across the screen laughing and I'm like, when did you, when was you at America's Funniest Videos? Like what? But I was just doing so much work. It was crazy. It was just I, yeah. did, I did something similar. I just like in a manic episode moved from Indiana to Texas. I didn't know anybody. Really? Like, but Indiana is a very easy place to leave. It's a wonderful place <laughs> to go. Oh, no, thank you. Like, yeah. Yeah. A girl, a girl had asked me to, uh, if I wanted to move to Texas, cause she had, uh, originally been from here and she was like kind of hanging around the bars and stuff. And yeah. Like, yes. She had asked me when I was hung over if we if I wanted to move to Texas with her. I was goes I was like, yeah. And then like two hours later, she goes, wait, did you mean it? I was like, bitch, I said yes. Yes. Right. 
was like, I just think you're so willing to leave. Was like, yeah. And then like by 7 p.m. that night, I had four other guys on board to move to Texas with me. So we oh, all wow. sold all our stuff and moved to Texas. So that's fucking awesome. But but you went to LA by yourself. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. I just kind of just was like, fuck it. I mean, why not? My vision board told me to do it. I mean, my told you to do it. Drunk yeah, because for you. <laughs> right. Because I'm like, if it was if it was really a sober mind for me, I would have thought about it. I would have thought about the possibility. I would have thought about how expensive it was. I would have thought about all that. But because it was like your life depends on it. And I'm not even thinking that I wrote this. I'm just thinking like, oh my God, that's a sign. Like So what was what were the audition processes like? Because you said you'd never done anything like that before. What was it like going in and honestly from the um record? honestly it was like I, I, I applied, I downloaded Backstage on my phone, which Backstage was a huge help for me because at first I was hesitant about $20 a month. I'm like, okay, what is $20 a month going to get me? My first gig was on E-Network um, and it's supposed to air this year. And they did like a full transformation on me. I got paid a lot from it. And I just literally clicked apply on Backstage. I just had all my Instagram photos. I didn't have any professional headshots. I kind of just had selfies. I had um, videos of me doing interviews because I do interviews um, and they loved it. We did Skype interviews. We did like three, four Skype interviews. And then after that, um, I didn't even realize that it was real TV because at first I'm thinking like, somebody is fucking scamming me. Like mm -hmm. I'm talking to all these producers. Everything is going good. Like this is just too good. To be it's going too fast. You know, I just applied like literally two weeks ago and they're talking about, okay, are you going to be in LA? All this and that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. At the time when I went, when I first got there, my aunt's birthday was in Vegas. So I stayed in Vegas for two weeks in a timeshare just to kind of, and I was doing my interviews on the strip. And I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to have content to post. People aren't going to know I'm in LA yet, you know? So I'm gonna just make it seem like I'm going on a trip, but I really moved, you know? Um, which was kind of shitty, but whatever. <laughs> the people I really love. Let them let them down gently. Yeah, I'll just let them know. Let's talk Dallas is basically going to be let's talk entertainment because I was transitioning because I'm like can't have a name let's talk Dallas forever if I'm not in Dallas, you know. Um, but when I tell you, I kind of just like when I got on set and it was like four trucks full of cameras. I'm like, oh shit, y'all like on TV, TV like. They told me to bring, they told me to bring everything that I owned and they were going to fix up this Airbnb like it was my house. They had my wigs everywhere, my baby pictures. They had pictures, they had found on the internet, printed out in like uh, picture frames. And I'm like, oh shit, this is like TV, TV, like what? But I learned so much about the entertainment industry and I, I really like don't regret doing it because I learned so much that I can bring back to Dallas. So that's why now I want to open like a wig studio production studio um, where you can go and get your props. If you do podcasts, if you do any type of filming, you'll have somewhere to do it. If you cook in your kitchen, you'll be able to come to a commercial kitchen and cook and people pick up plates because I learned so much. And I just want to bring that back to Dallas. I feel like Dallas has so much talent that all we need is the resources. If we have the resources, it's no LA. We don't even need LA, you know, because it's all here. Because when I go out there and they're like, oh my God, you're from Texas? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, oh my God, tell me more. I'm like, oh my God, you're from LA? Like Hollywood? They're like, ah, whatever, that doesn't matter. Like, are you serious? 
it was fun though. I love it. I think, awesome. I think that's really impressive uh, just because like you put yourself out there and then the opportunities presented themselves. I think that's what yeah. life is, is you have to put yourself out there and just see what blows back and the opportunities yeah. that reach you are what you're, where you're supposed to be, right? Yeah. It was something I could have never planned. Like even, even working audience, people frown upon that in LA. They're like, oh my God, you only work audience if you're broke. I'm like, bitch, I'm broke. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I quit my job. I'm out here like job But you go job. to Jenny's. They would never know because you don't know like, about Sally's. And then they would never know that it's kind of like Texas is so cheap because they're thinking, oh, she changed her hair every day. I had so many different looks for LA. So it was easy for them to cast me. Cause I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, you don't have black hair. Do I need to have black hair? Like, <laughs> do I need to have blonde hair? Because like You're places in woman. Texas, like Jenny's, you can go and get wigs for nine dollars, ten dollars. You know, you can buy, I can buy those every day if I wanted to. But it's just like in LA, they don't have their their salaries is like ridiculous prices. Like everything out there is ridiculous. But um, I would I would work audience something that would just be you know people frown up on. I would go and they'd be like, who in the audience can sing? I'll raise my hand. I can't sing. But I'll raise my hand because the <laughs> mic is my comfort zone. Once I get the mic in my hand, you're going to hear me, you know? And I would just get the mic and I'll be like, hey, y'all, my name is Luscious. Say, hey, Luscious, the whole audience. Hey, Luscious. But I'm not directing it towards them. I'm directing it towards the, the production behind me, like all the cameramen, all of the Cedric the Entertainer is like, hey, Luscious. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> But then they would come and approach me afterwards and like, oh my God, we have a background opportunity. Do you want to do that? Or, you know, what if the audience warm up quits? Is that something you're interested in? They were coming to me because I was just literally being myself and I wasn't scared because I didn't know anybody. Like, what can you say? Like, if I do that in Dallas, people can say, oh, I, I used to work with her or I used to go to school with her or I used to do this. In LA, they have no idea who I am. They're like, well, whatever. Yeah. I was at mention parties like, hey y'all, y'all need to play. Y'all good? Like, I know nobody in here. I don't I even was so excited. I was so excited when I moved to Texas because I was like, no one's seen me in a blackout yet. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything starts over. I'm on a clean slate. Nobody's had sex with me. Nothing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no nubs. No so, LA nubs. I do no. have, I do have to tell you something. Though. Wait, but can she make a song called I Don't Want No Nubs? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i knew it was coming from from comedians i knew it was going to be something coming my way okay <laughs> so i just wanted to have a positive moment before you tell her <laughs> and i never like to give this news um, oh my god i love it just kidding i don't i don't because I, I knew you love her. I knew this was going to be a good, a good episode, and it was going to be fun. But unfortunately, you're dying. No, you're killing me off. No, it's not us. It's the disease. <laughs> and unfortunately, you how have. How much? How much time do I have left? You got three minutes to oh, live. Man. In this time, I'm going to ask you three questions. Okay. What was the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Um, best piece of advice, be yourself, not to give a fuck about what anybody else thinks. Um, and they're all assholes. <laughs> Who gave you that advice? That's great advice. 
one of my grandparents, I don't remember which one, but they're all assholes. They're talking about you, they're assholes. They don't like you, they're assholes. What's You're the, amazing. What's the worst piece of advice you've ever been given? Um, never leave your nine to five. Who gave you that? A lot of people. Like, why would you do that? How are you gonna pay for your car note? How are you gonna do this? How are you gonna do that? How are you gonna do this? And I'm like, how am I gonna do it with the job? Cause I'm getting too much money. I'm gonna expend it and I'm not gonna be responsible. Okay. <laughs> well, then before you leave this world, cause you got, I don't know how time works, but now you have like 30 <laughs> seconds. Time's a construct. It's not good at it. Uh, before you leave this earth, what piece of advice would you like to leave the world? Be yourself, give the same energy that they're giving you. Um, if they're not calling you, if they're not texting you, just like block them. Like they don't need to see you thriving because they're gonna try to use you. Just oh, be I love yourself. That. They don't even live your dreams. Be successful. You got it. Get your body right, whatever. All the cliche. That's all of the good advice that I have. Anything that you can Google and put in good advice, I said it. Just put my name to it. <laughs> Okay. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Luscious Barbie. Right. Luscious Barbie. Every every quote that you ever see in your life. How can we even if it's like a snake doesn't have you? Where can people leave their eulogies for you? Okay, so you can go to my TikTok, definitely type in Sweet Life of Luscious. Um, go to my YouTube, Luscious Barbie's World. Subscribe. Um, and then my Instagram, the Sweet Life of Luscious. And y'all can't get my Facebook because that's too personal. My <laughs> Okay, let's see you die. Oh no. It was lovely having you. It's going so slow. <laughs> I choked you to death. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, this has been another episode. That was fun. That was fun. I love that. I love that energy just because when you're an entrepreneur, like you have to have that resilient spirit of when people try to bring you down, you go, that's so sad for you that you think that life is only a nine to five. I'm going to go out to LA and I'm going to be luscious Barbie and I'm going to be the baddest bitch in the room. That's amazing. I love her. She's the I'm going to miss her. I'm going to miss her a lot. Well, I want to say thanks for listening. And, uh, and I agree. You should go out there and hustle and do whatever the fuck makes you happy. Don't say they're all yeah. assholes. They're all assholes. If they're talking about you, they're assholes. And remember, uh, bad bitches can be sad bitches, right? Take your mental health seriously. Mental health is important. Just because you have a sad day doesn't mean that you're not a bad bitch. So try and have more, more, more bad days. No, more less sad days. More bad bitch. You know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, uh, please follow us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and Instagram, Twitter. Uh, not Facebook, because that's too personal. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. <laughs>